Hi, my name's Lindsay West. I'm a coach and founder of Values Coach UK and author of Coaching with Values. In this podcast series, I'm going to be exploring what values are and why they're important. I'm going to be interviewing one of my values coaches who's trained with me, learning values-based techniques in coaching. I'm going to be talking to someone who works with values in, in businesses, small and medium size, and also someone who is working with values and understands values from an organisational context. Welcome everyone. So thank you for joining me for today's podcast. Today I have with me Mila Aliana, who's a business transformation consultant. Welcome Mila, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you too, thank you. So Mila, today I'd like to hear a little about your work in organisations. I know you work with very large and global organisations and I'd really like to understand how you use values in those organisations and in the work that you do. Yes, so um, my work is more on the business transformation that includes change management as well as coaching. Um, within that is is really the easiest way to explain it is um, the translation of the strategic plan and strategic direction and vision of the board and how do you execute that um, across the, the global organization. Um, and that also applies to small, medium enterprises. Now, from a values approach, it's absolutely vital in understanding values, organizational values, on many different levels, especially for change, the change management element. And, and one of these is conflict management and also addressing the sort of the, the first stage of change management, which is the awareness and res- awareness of change throughout the organization at various levels of the organization, um, not solely focusing on the board, but filtering and the ripples of that change all the way to the, to the lower levels of management, including the staff. And the resistance to change um, is so widespread when, when there's this organizational change that suddenly either happens from a radical perspective or uh, you know, incremental, it's still change. And there's just this element of resistance that is natural for every human being because, you know, if we talk about neuroscience, there's there's this amygdala that just goes into freeze, flight, or fight. And that resistance to change is to do with uncertainty and fear. And if we then address uh, that resistance to change from values approach and talk about the values, why this change is is so... um, so powerful for somebody who has this this uncertainty and fear of the new change that's happening and addressing it from that point of view it gives a different perspective of conversation and it's not about the behavioral the black the blaming the tox the toxic kind of behaviors that you see because it's almost talking the language of humanity there's a there's a common ground of language that you start off the conversation which are usually quite conflicting quite difficult um, and that really really helps and for in terms of alignment to the overall strategic vision having a common organizational values at all levels at team levels individual levels 
helps the vision to be more focused with whatever the organization values have been agreed upon. And gaining the buy-in is also very helpful, especially for people who are totally resistant to that change. And then you can then put in measures for the people who are resistant or blockers to change, whether you can absorb them into the, the overall organization or you would have to, what we call in, in HR probably is, is the displacement. And what that displacement could look like would be redundancies or upskilling into a different area where their, their values would, it would meet more of their values than what is where they are now. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So um, tell me what, what, what you see as the biggest challenges to the senior leadership and the management, management within an organization to, uh, to embed values w- within their organization. What would you say is the, 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 the major challenges to making that happen? Well, in response to that, I think it's, it's an overall understanding of change management or business transformation. And most change, 90, 95% fail. And that's basically decades and decades of research have showed that. Um, and and p- predominantly, it's all about the change itself. It's not addressing the people element of change. You address the process, the systems and tools. And the embedment of values is also the adoption of change, whatever those new values or the organizational values are, is not embedded to the degree where you're living and breathing that change. Um, and it's it's just... It's just almost for show. It's somewhere on a piece of paper or on on the screen. And a lot of uh, this change or this initiative on values, corporate values, is just more of a PR exercise. And, And or if there is an embedment, it's not measured towards what does success look like and how do you monitor that uh, progression of values because it's such a qualitative measurement. And it's, 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 it's that kind of conversation that you need to have at every level, getting the buy-in of the whole organization. What mm. does that look like? Yeah. Your, your mm. key measurements of success and how do you monitor that? Because unless you can uh, monitor change and uh, identify the improvement areas, you, you don't improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And, and from, from the organizations you know or you, you've worked with, do uh, the values programs that they've put in place make a difference in terms of performance? So are there measures that uh, have been put in that actually show that having a cohesive values program within an organization makes enough of a difference in terms of performance? I think for the values from the change initiatives that I was involved personally, there wasn't enough um, importance. It's a fluffy, uh, it's seen as fluffy. Um, but really once you actually go down to the basics is the basics of why does the business exist? The purpose of a business. And then, then stems this, the strategic vision, where are we going? And in, in order for all of that to happen, what are we standing for as a business in terms of its existence and where we're going? Now, coming back to your question, it's just what I've seen, um, not necessarily in my, in my uh, experiences, because it's, there's a lack of it. it it's more about um, a, 
a buy-in from the whole organization, what that looks like, not just at senior management. What would a, you know, a, a, a successful embedded values, um, values way of life? It's not just about uh, embedded into the HR, into all the function. It's every area of the organization. So you could talk about your clients. Are your clients aligned to these values? So at SME level, you see some SMEs that actually embrace this and actually fire their clients because there's more hassle if the values are not aligned. Then you, uh, you know, recruitment, the performance management of that, as well as suppliers, the partners that you join. So it's at every single decision-making, as I said, is the living and breathing of an organization should be uh, fundamentally about values. And um, how you measure that, there are different approaches. One such approach um, is called from uh, ProSci, which is a change management company based in the U.S. has done you know, 30 years of research in, in 80% of the corporate uh, organizations around the world. And um, they're present in 80% of this. And although it's under the banner of change, the values is that is in there. And also the coaching element, because in order for that to be embedded, you, it's not just about, okay, we do this exercise of values, uh, you know, identifying our values, determining what, what the values are, and then uh, translating into behavior and actions and tactics, but also how do you measure that? Well, you know, on an individual level as well as a team, an organizational level, what I would call a systems level. So that's that's kind of uh, what what's out there. But there are quite a bit, you know, quite a different methodologies that I have not seen that something that's specifically for values. Mm. That's something that you know needs to be really addressed. Needs to be developed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And are you familiar with any uh, values-based or values-driven organizations, organizations that, that hold themselves up there as being uh, values-based? Yes, well, I've, there's quite a few. But again, it's, it's sometimes, well, this is my personal opinion. I, I sense that there's more of PR exercise rather than seeing it completely embedded and seeing a, 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 a longevity of that initiative. Um, but one that I have seen recently, which is quite a surprise um, and a beautiful surprise, is NHS. They've introduced what is called the value-based recruitment and the value-based employment. If you go onto their website, you'll see this. It's been implemented uh, since October 2014, and it's been kickstarted across the UK-wide, as, as I understand it. Uh, in March 2015, and if you go online, you'll be able to see and download some of some of the techniques they're using. Uh, the way they interview is is a structural uh, interview with situational uh, scenarios, which then you are able to identify the values that's aligned to their six values, uh, their concept, whether well, it's conceptual values framework. Um, and then there's a value-based employment. So what kind of uh, initiatives um, for values and are living those values, not only within the staff, but with you know in the community and within the customers. Um, and in that, you 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 have something for performance management, etc. So I'm, I'm 
very, very ple pleasantly surprised mm. that this is ongoing at the moment and it's, 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 it's for UK wide. Wonderful. It'd be interesting to see whether that uh, is rolled out through the NHS successfully and how well those values become embedded in, in the behaviours of the staff across the organisation. Yes, yeah. and to mm. build on that, actually, there's actually a longitudinal study on this so seeing how the results are in the next couple of years so it'll be interesting what the results would be mm, yeah. and using some of those best practices yeah definitely well thank you for sharing with that You're yeah welcome. very interesting so Mila you've completed the values coach training course and also the values for organizations groups and teams course um can you tell me about an aspect or a technique that you've uh, you've learned about that's that's been useful to you Yes, so it seems uh, there are quite a few approaches to, to identifying values and defining values, both at organizational level and, and at individual level. But I do love your technique because there's the simplicity, but then it, it is quite um, the breadth of the conceptualizing of, of a, a values framework is quite in-depth. Um, just using a very simple tool like the Wheel of Life to then identify your individual and then to then go to the next step to organizational with, with a list of values. Um, that's quite interesting and it's very intriguing um, going through that process myself and growing through that journey. So what I have used in the past is something similar and the prioritization of the values at the end. Um, and I, beforehand, I used to use um, people's uh, joyful moments or um, very negative moments. So that kind of shows and demonstrated some of the values or needs that, that were not met or values that were met. And we had this conversation at some point um, before the courses. But I do like um, that the simplicity of the tool because it makes it easier on an organizational level to do this at, at, at a, you know, sort of wider uh, involvement of the whole organization because it's, it's quite highly difficult the way I used to do it. Now, from a perspective of what was very useful is the, the, the actual journey of, of defining and then translating that to breaking down to the living and breathing of the values, which is through the behavior, what behavior supports that value. So once you've defined a value as an organization, as a team, is again, as a team or another committee that looks at how can you then translate that to a behavior um, that is a smart, and then translate to an action that's smart, which, you know, um, and making sure that it's measurable and you can actually monitor the progress of that behavior and specific actions um, and I love that, you know, because you could actually, you could actually propose that as a business case to senior management for ones who don't understand the concept of change and values, who just sees it as a fluffy. You can then tie that in into a business case of the return on investment, which I prefer, which is the four, four Ps or the quadruple bottom line, which is all about purpose, uh, people, planet, and finally profit. And that should really be the order <laughs> of, of why we exist as a business and as an individual. Okay, great. Oh, well, I'm pleased those techniques are useful to you and uh, 
be good to hear of your experiences and using them in organizations and how well that goes. Well, thank you. I will keep you updated. <laughs> Can you tell me how important is it that people find alignment between their personal values and the values of the business that they work in? I think it's vital for motivation of uh, an individual and a staff to, to see their contribution to the company with regards to alignment of the value. Because sometimes we're put in a position, I've, 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 I have an example of my own, whereby I've been almost in, in conflict with my own values and the organizational values or more my senior management values. And one such event was with one of my clients where my senior management wanted me to lie on behalf of the senior management for an audit. And I bluntly refused because there was legal implication because this was in the financial services. And I made it very clear in an email to cover my back to say, I, I, I totally refuse to do this and I'm not comfortable, but you are forcing me to do this because I am the head of, you know, uh, this change portfolio and we are being audited and I'm put in, in a position that is just so difficult because I, either I get fired, which I would have left, but um, they said, okay, fine. Um, you don't have to do it. We'll do it. So that was, you know, I had to put my foot down and it's, it's my, it's the value for me was harmony because it just did not sit with every value in my bones to do that, not only from a legal perspective, but also from my values perspective. And with that, I just did not have that much respect for my senior management at the time. I can imagine, I can imagine a horrible position to be put in. Um, and, and wonderful that you were able to honor your personal values and, and take appropriate action to, to avoid having to do something that was clearly so detrimental to your, to your own values. Yeah. And um, another example, a positive example, is uh, about alignment in clients. So mm -hmm. I run my own business. I'm a freelance consultant. So I'm able, I have the opportunity to actually work with clients that I want to who are aligned my values. And from experience, the ones that are not, I end up doing very weird stuff. You know, I, I'm just uncomfortable. I, I, I just don't want to do it. I wake up dreading to, to meet the client. And I've realized that I need to, what we call in the business, fire my client. I don't know at corporate level whether you can do that, but it's if it's your own business, you definitely have the opportunity and the decision to make sure that, um, because my my value is harmony i want to be in harmony and i had to take the courage and the guts to actually say you know this is not working for me and mm. i had to fire my client as a result mm. um whether that's in consultancy or coaching i think it's similar because it's about living and breathing your values and sometimes it it, it makes you not um be aligned to your own values and i wasn't self-aware enough to understand that and it took some time um, some journey of my own to understand that. Mm, I can imagine, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a tough call for anyone to take, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, profit from your own business yes. or, you know, whether it's a, an organizational profit 
to to have to take a call where you lose that, you know, to in in a way you know, wanting to to honor those values, yeah. and that's a brave step to take, but a but a very worthwhile one, I would say. Yeah, for and, your own fulfillment. And I would say, in recruitment, is mm. the same thing. Okay. So in my position, I have to recruit teams, consultants, third parties. And it's this understanding. And I didn't know before how to do value-based recruitment or interviews. I just used my own gut instinct in, in questioning and interviewing. And it was really, from the past experience, it, it, it's, so, it's so like, you know, extremes where you just hire going through jobs and roles and responsibilities and hiring based on values. Sometimes I would hire, not necessarily that person would have the skills, but skills can be taught, but values can't. So it's easier if you are looking for a team that has integrity as a value, you then hire uh, and recruit people who, are, who has that, who demonstrates mm. that mm -hmm. in the interview, rather than focusing solely on the skills. I could, you know, it's easier to train the the the, the new incumbent yeah. into new skills and new knowledge rather than new, you know, a value that is just completely alien to them. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, it's a good point. Okay, finally, Mila, let's uh, ask the question that that I ask all my interviewees. Could you tell me? Um, you've mentioned harmony. Can you tell me about another one of your personal core values and why that's important to you? I think. Uh, my number one value is faith and faith is, 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 is all about resilience in my, in my book, because I've gone through quite a number of challenges in my life and also my self-awareness. And I had to have the faith to just get up sometimes because it, it can, the, the overwhelming feeling of life sometimes just gets to you and, and it, it just gets you down to a point where I just want to hide and hibernate. But then when you have a certain faith about life, about people, you know, essentially everything in life is, is there for a reason, um, with some free will thrown in. But also, essentially, people are, are good, um, fundamentally. We're all imperfect. And I think if, you know, in, in, in conflict with myself, in conflict with other people, I think that's the journey that the self-awareness have helped me uh, in understanding my value of faith. And, and that has kept me strong uh, at most times when I, I did not feel strong at all. Oh, wonderful. And let's hope that can, continues to, to be a strong value and a, a value that you are able to live in your, in your life. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me here. Thanks to you, Mila Liana. Thanks. That's been wonderful having you with us today. Thank you for sharing all your thoughts about values in organisations and your own personal values too. Thank you. So that's the end of today's podcast. Our thanks go to Mila Aliana, Business Transformation Consultant, who joined me today. Now, if you would like to get in touch with Mila, then uh, her details are in the show notes for the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation. And if you have any questions or comments, please do leave them on the iTunes site or else on my website, www.valuescoach.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions for future uh, interviewees or podcasts that you'd like to hear, please do let me know. 
Thanks very much for joining me and I hope you will join us again for another podcast in this series, Coaching with Values. Thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye.